2: What is going on everybody? My name is Colour Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the for It podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things film. As always, I am John my pardon and cry, Mr. Sean Mean Sean, how is it going? Flawless intro. Thank I'm, you. I'm doing
3: great, Connor. I'm doing really good. How are you? <laughs>
2: your microphone is currently attached to your
3: stand using black tape. Black electrical tape, yes. <laughs> And in many ways, I think it's really helping the sound.
2: It's very professional.
3: Look, we have, we're have we on a deadline here. We,
2: we looked for f- about 10 minutes for your little thing that attaches your microphone to the stand. Yeah. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. So now we're using black tape. And don't you ever have anyone ever tell you that this podcast is a professional.
3: Look, it's doing the job, isn't it's it? Doing it's doing the job. It's the microphone.
2: We're going to get to it, the audio. It's just like... Okay. Yeah.
3: Jesus, Shaw, you sound weird. <laughs> it somehow made the sound of a foghorn the whole way through. Aww.
2: <laughs> that tape sounds real loud. Um, no. So this is Movie Mondays, where we, as I said, talk all the week's movie news. Um, there's been a lot of trailers this week, Shaw. A whole
3: heap of them. A whole host of a trailers. A gaggle of trailers. A gaggle of trailers. A murder of crows of a, trailers. A trailer full of trailers.
2: <laughs> what, are, what are multiple trailers called? Uh... Previews, lots of fucking trailers. No, I mean like trailers from a car. Oh right, right okay. Like, if you, like a trailer park. There's like hundreds of trailers. A park of trailers. A park of trailers. It's like, like a murder. Tra- a school of trailers. A school of trailers. <laughs> I don't know
3: <laughs> what we're talking about. This trailer trailer podcast. <laughs> that could be our slogan. Thank you for tuning in. Um, so we're standing. Oh, up. sorry. Before we start, oh, go on. Uh, if everyone, just so a quick reminder, we are looking for questions. For our upcoming Christmas episode, Mm. Uh, so if you want to send those on, hit us up on the email Hire underscore outlook dot com, the Twitter at here's for higher pod, Instagram here's for higher podcast, Facebook here's for higher podcast, wherever description and yeah, anywhere you can contact us, do it and uh, send us a question if you want.
2: Yeah, send us any question because what we're going to do is we're just going to accumulate them all. Yeah, and then we're probably just going to have say like a forty five minute just Q and A on Christmas that'll come
3: out that Christmas week. Exactly yeah. Um we'll record a- that Christmas day.
2: I'm going to turn up to your house Christmas Day. I'm going to turn up to your house Christmas Day. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Christmas is ruined for both of us.
3: And our families. not <laughs> oh, they don't want to hang out with each of us? No, not, at- not without the other one there, surely. <laughs> um, so,
2: yeah, when you're not here, I just shut down. <laughs> yeah, no power. I just go quiet. Um, yeah, so this week we are starting off with of James Bond. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he has a few movies
3: out. Yeah, as you know.
2: And uh, Mr. Daniel Craig is back for his 25th The 25th James Bond movie At his last outing It feels like his 25th though <laughs> It does As 007 In No Time To Die Because the trailer came out
3: During the week Sean Where do you want to start with this Okay First of all I just want to preface this I haven't seen Spectre Okay but I think I understand everything about what this movie. Yeah, is no,
2: right. I think we're okay. I've got notes. You've got notes. I have
3: notes. Where would you like to begin? Um, there's one shot at the start where the whole world gets turned upside down, and that's
2: going to be what happens to James Bond because
3: you, his his wife is yeah, evil. Is is evil? She's the wife of a bad man. I think. Look,
2: I don't know what's going on. Right? Is, is she a- Blofeld's yeah <laughs> She's
3: definitely Blofeld. <laughs> she
2: Everybody's Blofeld. Every James Bond movie I figured out for the last five years is the bad guys it's just felt It
3: doesn't matter how, it just is. Turns out they're more alike than they thought. Oh,
2: maybe they are. Hmm.
3: Except one has a scar over his eye.
2: <laughs> so, this is no time to die. Me and you are not big James Bond fans. We no. will say that straight out. So, we're coming to, into this. Being like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is going to happen.
3: Yeah, this will come out.
2: And I watched the trailer, and the idea of a trailer, I'm thinking, right, we have three trailers this week. Yeah. The idea of a trailer is to get you more excited for the movie. Yeah. Than you were. So, if there's a little dial... ...of a 1 to 10... ...excitement ratio... Mm. ...that you are... ...how many more dials... ...did this trailer... ...put up your little dial... ...because it's at zero... ...it's at
3: zero... ...I think it's gone up to like... ...one or two... ...oh that's big... ...I know... ...big improvement <laughs> big. over zero... ...but the thing is... ...is that this trailer... ...I don't think it's a great trailer... Mm. Because, n- ...not that... ...in the way it looks... ...or the way it's shot... ...or whatever... ...this... ...I feel... ...requires you to have knowledge... ...of the previous films... Mm. ...and I or, think that's fine... ...even more importantly... ...to care... About the previous movies. Absolutely. Because the first... The Spectre came out like mm. five years ago, I think. <laughs> Did it? Came out in like 20... 2014. That's way more than five or years was it ago. 2015? For- no, 2015. 2015.
2: 2015,
3: so that's five years ago in a couple of weeks.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, man. Oh, lads. My music taste has not changed. It
2: still feels like 2014.
3: <laughs> it does. I'm still waiting for like... I don't know Fallout Boy's new album. I don't fucking know. <laughs>
2: Patrick Wayne's. What are you up to?
3: <laughs> but I. This trailer. I think it looks good. Like it's shot very well. Yeah, I have great stunts and really nice cinematography. Yeah, which is like a very lovely compliment. Yeah. give to a film. I think Ray Fiennes looks like a like a proper bruiser. Yeah, he does. He just looks like a man who could cave your skull in.
2: Yeah. uh, You also have Lashana Lynch and Rami Malek in this. Uh, Is is Rami Malek the one wearing the weird mask? Uh, No, he's actually shown... Oh no, I see him, but yeah, the oh, yeah. word at the oh, end? Geez, I it know grandfather. I, I could not tell you that. Um, what I could t- can tell you is Lashana Lynch will be playing. Um, I suppose another double O agent,
3: but yeah. it's never
2: stated what number, so it could also be assumed that she's replacing him as 007 because he got married and went on holidays. That's just say, left.
3: I, I read the Wikipedia of Spectre. Okay, and yeah, he left. He he found you one. <laughs> found your one. He
2: found the wife, and then he was like, "Absolute love! I yeah, don't want to kill people." He took
3: an Aston Martin from the government, yeah, and then they drove off into the sunset. Yes. Now presumably he's called back in. Yeah, for one more job. For one more job, because if you recall, Inspector, the first paragraph. <laughs> the first paragraph. <laughs> the Double O, uh, division was shut down.
2: Ye- oh yeah, I do remember that. I see Inspector in the cinema. Oh yeah. Okay. Spectre well, you the only James Bond movie I've seen from start to finish. Well, this should all be familiar to you. Oh, then. I'm, I'm very well aware of
3: all the plot points of Spectre. Oh, basically, they were merging MI five and MI six. Yes. And, and then M and there was a new guy called C. Yes, C was a nerdy guy. C was a little dickhead. A little no one like C. <laughs> but C was like no more well, double I'm O's. C. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bond went rogue. Yeah, Bond always goes rogue. And then he killed a man. Oh. Yeah. Which it's very
2: similar to not going rogue, Bond though because he kills
3: men all the time that's true but now mm. it's legally murder yeah no it is because he doesn't have the license to kill anymore no. so a license to
2: kill <laughs> but do you remember in the first one in Casino Ryan, Yeah, Ryan, he has to kill two people to get the license to kill
3: yeah, after one true. is
2: he on his like is he on the learner permit of killing he can only kill like not on motorways when,
3: yeah when he's like accompanied by an approved killer yeah. And then he puts that man in it. Oh, then he kills his approved killer. Oh, there's this the extra only way you can do it. Oh,
2: Darth Plague is the wise. <laughs> um, yeah. So I said, great stunts. with yeah. The bike stunt. Bike stunt is, looks class. I think that was like that's their main thing.
3: I think that's like yeah, that's their, You're gonna see this shot.
2: Yeah. That's, and I'm sure they spend lots and lots of money on that, yeah. but it looks really good. I like uh, the guns in the headlights guns in there oh yes I have Batmobile yeah, written diary but also did you notice that there's the Batman team song well look it's not the Batman team song but you know Hans Zimmer's tune for Batman in the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy yeah that basically starts playing halfway through this Does trailer it? and I just thought this is the Batman team but they've just cha- you know like they've just changed they
3: pitched sl- it slightly
2: slightly but I'm just like Hans Zimmer needs to have a word with somebody in this production is he doing to- the music on this maybe uh,
3: is he phoning it I in? I, I sure
2: It's <laughs> copy and paste yeah just <laughs> a change lip. a few notes it'll be fine essentially the same yeah. character no hang on ok so I've got the trailer up here yeah uh, slight cut but we got the trailer up and I just want you to listen to this and you tell me that this is Hans Zimmer's James Bond team like Bond. James Bond. <laughs> so you're not dead. Hello, Q. I've missed
3: you. <laughs> Might as well, well be the same. The this country has. <laughs> it's it's, <sighs> it's the control. I'm not going to lose. Yeah, it's that. He's jumping off a it's, building in Tokyo, right? He's in Tokyo. yeah James i <laughs> know it's going into J. James Bond again. Yeah.
2: But, yeah. It, it goes for, for like, a whole minute. I was just watching this going, ha,
3: someone needs to have a word. <laughs> have they realised?
2: Yeah. Also, like,
3: I don't know. Is, is Bun, Does Bond have a bad knee now? Is that um, thing?
2: I think the joke is he has a bad knee. Has I he don't, got
3: shot in the knee He took recently? an
2: arrow to the knee, maybe? Of course,
3: because it was so long ago. Because he's so old. That meme was relevant. <laughs> of course.
2: Um, I have, so, my notes are, great shots, as I said. Odd couple Him and Lashana Lynch
3: What they're doing cleverly yeah. is You love an odd couple You love an odd James isn't going to be happy Lashana isn't going to be happy He's
2: old school She's new school How will they ever
3: get along? Uh, I think they will I think by the end They'll have a begrudging respect For each and other And she's
2: one notorious The notorious sexist so Oh absolutely how is he going to Respect
3: somebody? Do you think it, Like at the end of this movie He'll ride off into the sunset again? Um. See, that's a question because this is
2: his last movie, and everyone knows it's his last movie.
3: Yeah. So, do you kill him and confirm the whole James Bond is a code name thing, or?
2: Um, you could do that, but then I think they'll. I don't. I think they'll back out of that. Yeah. Because they want to make more money
3: later on. Yeah, and casting the next Bond, then. I don't know maybe they would maybe they would just like have him either drive off or shoot him in the face If he, like if he took a bullet for Lashan Lynch in the knee in the knee in the knee oh, in his goes. good knee because she said she's going to shoot him but she doesn't actually want to shoot him okay well if she look they're punching Blofeld okay <laughs> Blofeld's and, <too. laughs> Blofeld yeah of course Blofeld has a gun pointed at James
2: and then there's another Blofeld across the room with another gun
3: yeah yes. pointed, also pointed okay. at James but then Lashan Lynch is like on the ground and then she fires a gun through his good knee <gasps> and hits Blofeld in the non-scarred eye. Oh shit. In the good one.
2: And then Lashan Lynch stands up and says, I'm also Blofeld.
3: <laughs> Everyone's Blofeld all the time.
2: <laughs> and she looks at him and goes, maybe I'm Blofeld.
3: No, you're not Blofeld. <laughs>
2: no, no, you're not. We all hate you.
3: You're the worst.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, Robbie Malek is in this. I think he could be a good villain.
3: I think so too because he's
2: real creepy
3: (laughs) I think he'll be it's another like soft spoken James Bond villain I think and he'll be soft spoken, soft spoken.
2: Then he'll get really loud,
3: and then he'll get soft. Yeah, I can again. see an absolute yeah. scream coming he, out of he,
2: him. He'll just whisper, whisper. He's like he's always in control. And then James Bond will overcome his plan. Yeah, we'll find him. He'll scream at one of his henchmen. There, yeah, yeah, that'll amateur, be the scene.
3: That'll be it. <laughs> and everyone will cheat. Everyone in the audience will go, "Ooh, oh, oh, he's
2: mad now." He's you don't bad. like Rami when he's angry.
3: Um, r- angry Rami. R- angry. <laughs> it was you know, we both thought of it you're the only man with the balls to say it
2: um, I will finish on this one I have apathy for this
3: movie yeah. do not care <laughs> completely unnecessary you probably know
2: us by us taking the piss over non-stop but yeah I think James Bond as a fragile but even they say it in the trailer I think they're even aware of it because they're like you're old school James they don't care about you and yeah. I think it's just a comment on the fact that
3: nobody cares about James Bond anymore yeah and I think like I don't know is that a commentary on spy movies or um, I mean one of the films we're going to talk about later in this episode is a spy movie technically it's a spy movie so maybe it's just a different style and one of the most
2: one of the best MCU movies uh, of the current run is a
3: spy movie called Winter Soldier Ant-Man and the Wasp Ant-Man yes. and the
2: Wasp of course the <laughs> most
3: spy movie <laughs> <laughs> but no I get what you're saying that it, it might just be the make formula that people are make tired make a of. good spy movie yeah make a Kingsman
2: 1 make- Kingsman's a spy movie, yeah, and I mean like that's really good. Yeah, and Kingsman two also came out, but I think James Bond is just like on an overall scheme. They're just their view is well, people just don't like spy movies. Yeah, must be. It, it can just be that they don't really care about James Bond. And it's a very fifties idea that we've kind of just kept going
3: and beaten into the ground. Yeah, and to be fair, I think there is a lot of goodwill towards it. Like people, like I don't think anyone actively. There's a, good, there's a difference in
2: goodwill and interest, though.
3: Yeah. People are like, James Bond, okay, that's a franchise that I've heard of. I think people remember watching James Bond that Christmas.
2: Yeah, but they also don't care if there's a new one coming out. No, yeah. So, yeah, this uh, New Time to... No, New Time to Die. New Time to Die. No Time to Die, <laughs> no die. Blofeld. We're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> he just never dies. Just never dies. He can't get rid of the chap. Um, yeah, so James Bond has its own trailer coming out. We're moving on to our next piece. And news and that is Venom
3: 2 Sean for some reason I thought you were going to say Venom 3
2: no, oh there's a Venom 3 at some stage oh, don't but, you oh, worry boy don't you worry well, what's but, the story with Venom 2 well Venom 2 the producer for Venom 2 has now come out. Now last week we discussed that DC will be doing a lot more R-rated movies because of Joker's success. Absolutely. Well we didn't consider the fact that Joker's success might also have a knockout effect to other studios and other comic book movies. Right. Because Venom 2's producer says that they will now consider an R-rated version due to Joker's box office success Sean. Okay. R-rated movies. That's where the money is.
3: There was a big push on the internet for Venom 1 to be R Rate. true story and they didn't do it because they didn't think they'd make enough money like so, oh it's just cowardice isn't it yes pure cowardice <laughs> but also I think that you now you, now there'd be this weird disconnect between the two movies if suddenly it's R-rated yeah like he's he steps up several notches yeah between exactly.
2: movies but I I know what you're thinking Why would this producer say that? Like, maybe he's doing it because they have a cool idea. That they just really want to do R-rated. Surely, you wouldn't just do it because um, you would consider as an overall view, oh, R-rated movies now work. Yeah, surely there's a reason. There would have to be a reason. Well, his first slide is, I mean, I think you always have to think about it. Now that that works...
3: Now that that works.
2: <laughs> His exact words were, now that that works, which basically means, well, R-rated movies as a whole are now just perfectly.
3: Now, yeah, now that Joker <laughs> finally allowed R-rated movies to be made. <laughs> to make
2: loads of money. And Deadpool. And Deadpool. And Logan. Course. So, I mean, clearly it works, Sean. Yeah,
3: but. Uh, for, okay, one thing, I think in this interview. They might have said, would you make Venom two R-rated? And I think he might have just gone, yeah, we'd consider it. Yeah. I don't think that's set in stone. Mm. But that's a fucking dickhead answer, isn't it?
2: See, now, so it isn't like suddenly everybody's considering what to do with the rating. I think what Joker does is it tells you that you can succeed with an R rating, he says. But you knew that. <laughs> Anything can succeed with any
3: rating if it's good.
2: So, for a very long time that was the narrative and Deadpool sort of wrestled that to the turf. And then Logan, but for a long time that was considered totally forbidden. So, you know, I think it's the greatest thing in the world that R-rated movies are not only being embraced but are now massive money earners for a massive audiences. Oh,
3: <laughs> you would have had like I, oh, I would have liked you so much more if you hadn't mentioned money right the And it
2: just means that there are more opportunities for that kind of storytelling in all rated movies.
3: <laughs> because it makes money now, we'll yeah, tell stuff.
2: Yeah, look, I think he's kind of giving the game away with the money line.
3: Yeah, yeah. classic producer, am I right? <laughs> yeah. that, it's, like, it's like our producer only cares about us because we make m- millions.
2: Eight millions. Our producer being
3: uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. <laughs> Blofeld. Blofeld's our producer. I don't agree with this dude's, like... Look, I'm sure he's made more money than I can ever hope of having, but... Now, Joker... Or Venom made
2: $860 million.
3: Yeah, still quite successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow.
2: Does Venom 1 make more than that? Or does Venom does, 2 make more than that? No, no. Does Venom 1 make more or less than $860 million if it's R-rated? More. More?
3: Yeah. Because this... But this well, then l-
2: clearly he's Right. Okay. But they
3: didn't do it.
2: They didn't. But I don't think it would have. Why do you think it would have?
3: Because this was... You would have gotten a whole different audience. It would have been a different story. Okay. Like, and I think this was in the time... This was... Venom came out 2017? 2018? 2017. 2017. So you were Hmm. right off of Deadpool 2. Yeah. And Logan the year before that. So I think people were in the mood for... Maybe a, a, a more... Because what we got in Venom was like a really watered down Venom. Because Venom. Venom is R-rated as a property, really. Yeah. I think I do think, even just for the novelty of saying it's R-rated, let's go see it, I think they would have got a more dedicated fan base, maybe. That's interesting, because I would have said the opposite. Really? I would have said that you would have had more diehard fans, but you would have had less general fans. But I think the diehard fans wouldn't... Go to, wouldn't necessarily go to the PG-13 one. I think having it... I still or, think they would.
2: That's, I still think they would. If they see Venom in the cinema, they love Venom. See, I don't
3: care. They would still go see it. Having it PG-13 and uh, toned down mm. might have made it... It might have been a better movie, or rated meaning there would be more talk about it.
2: Would you have enjoyed to see Venom eating more people's heads?
3: maybe (laughs) maybe I would have no like a a visceral Venom movie would I think would always be a better movie than a but this raises the point that if you Sony like
2: I know we don't like Sony well we do we like the Spider-Verse we like the Spider-Verse but here's the thing Sony are planning to do a live action Spider-Verse yeah kind of thing and they want tom holland and they want venom in the same universe but you can't do an r-rated venom and then introduce him to fucking tom holland hello mr F- venom <laughs> and then he's after eating ten, twenty 20 people's heads mm, but I, you ha- you have an r-rated deadpool who meets colossus that's diff- that's in a deadpool movie itself that deadpool has not appeared in avengers we don't actually know if that will even
3: work okay I think an R-rated Going to a PG-13 Is a lot different Because then But then I would argue That Tom Holland Isn't in a Venom movie He's in a Spider-Verse movie Okay that's fair enough And they can follow The laws of that movie That they're in
2: But then the fight scene Breaks out And you're just wondering Why doesn't Venom Just eat everyone Why is he being Why is he Holding his
3: punches Why does Spider-Man Hold his punches I suppose Because he's PG-13 or he has a reason to yeah you but know? Venom doesn't Venom's a dick reason. He, he's an anti-hero well, he's not an anti-hero I, I don't right. like Venom he's eating people's heads
2: <laughs> yeah. the, I never go over like, the fact that that scene in Venom where um, Tom Hardy yeah. is he, he turns to the Venom and then he eats a guy's head and then he turns back into Tom Hardy and he's chewing yeah. now that is a cannibal if I've ever seen that's one that's a man who's
3: eaten human
2: that is a man who's eaten a human's head and I cannot get behind
3: that. <laughs> okay, so that's in the PG thirteen Venom.
2: It is actually. So you
3: want that Venom to me, Tom Holland?
2: Oh no, actually, I don't want any Venom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're up for this? No, I'm up for an R rated Venom movie, but I was up for an R rated Venom one. This is a cash grab. Can, can yeah? Can you go? Can you go
2: up? It would be harder to go back. It's probably easier to go from PG thirteen to R rather than R to PG thirteen. I think it's
3: easier to write a reason why it would go from R to PG-13
2: okay so if you were going the other way would it not be easier to just be like nah, I suppose if, he if, just starts acting like even more crazy
3: yeah I guess yeah, I, I think if, with, en- with enough good writing you can do anything yeah but this is Venom and Sony of course <laughs> so with enough, enough studio interference you can do with, anything with
2: enough guys in suits going what if we do this
3: <laughs> yeah I, here's a bin, a million dollars do this do what I want
2: yeah and then another guy in another suit called Todd (laughs) he's like here's another million dollars do the opposite
3: but that guy told me to make the best movie ever shut
2: up no (laughs) so Venom 2 arrives in theaters October 2nd 2020 they still have not decided on what rating it will
3: have it's not started filming yet has it
2: well it's coming out in 2020 October so yeah 2020 is in less than a, a few
3: weeks Okay, fair so it's been filmed and they haven't decided the rating?
2: I would assume they're probably either three quarters of the way through filming. Okay. They're a lot of the way through. Okay. So they're probably shooting or rated and PG-13, which they did in the first one, and then they're just cutting... They would just edit it around Just whatever, picking which one they picking want whichever version they want
3: Okay, well, look, if it was if, if Right now, it comes out tomorrow What would you prefer? P, uh, R-rated
2: Oh, you nearly <laughs> said you just. Uh, yeah That was in your heart
3: <laughs> But my head knows different Oh no, I'd, I'd prefer to say an R-rated Venom Okay, that's fair enough Yeah Right, look I'm I'm willing to accept that But at the what same time What would thing? you prefer? Uh, Not would- what do you think would do better What would you prefer?
2: No Venom uh, I would just yeah
3: no no Venom don't make me see Venom just sponge it from history
2: <laughs> yeah, like Tom Hardy's amazing uh, I would probably go look if you're going to do Venom you've got to do R8 yeah. I think if you're going to be true to the character
3: yeah and what we've seen of him. Cuz Venom did get like torn down in the comics. He went from eating people. To eating chocolate. To eating chocolate. Yes. You know, you can make a joke out of it if you have to. I suppose. But um,
2: okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news and that is the title of the new Ghostbusters sequel has been confirmed.
3: Uh, Back in the Habit Electric Boogaloo This time it's personal Yes Um, Volume 2 The Redemption
2: The Redemption Story uh, Last Jedi
3: No Venom (laughs)
2: Ghostbusters 2 Venom Venom. (laughs) Um, Ghostbusters 2020 Has the official title And now it's going to be called Ghostbusters Afterlife Okay, because they're ghosts of
3: course because everyone forgot about the old movies clever
2: so of course Ghosts vs. Afterlife will see the return of all the original cast members Bill Murray Dan Aykroyd Ernie Hudson Sigourney Weaver and Annie Potts while Paul Rudd will be joining the cast along with all of the um, all of the children that have been cast including Finn Wolfhard from Stranger
3: Things and Finn Wolfhard's band
2: Uh, of course (laughs) and uh, yeah so and director Jason Wright. Reedman, Reedman. Uh, right. I never know how to pronounce that second Smith. name. Jason Smith. Um, they have they have announced it during the week that it will be called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Can we read anything into that name, or is it just um, a put on ghosts and a put on the fact that all the old people are back?
3: It might be a, a case of. Uh, I I think I if I were to sum up this movie in a theme, mm. I think it's going to be legacy. Okay. Yeah, it, I think there might be a passing of the torch kind of thing. Like, what happens to you after you're gone, that whole thing. It's also going to be a stupid comedy movie.
2: Can I just say, there might be a scene where Bill Murray has to interact with Win- Finn Wolfhard. Oh my <laughs> and, god. And I just thought that in my head. And I thought, that seems ridiculous, but also I'd love that. I think it will
3: happen. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think it's that the kids hear about the tales of the Ghostbusters and they go looking for him
2: Um... I think that would probably happen, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be a case of, yeah, they're old and they don't care about it anymore.
3: Yeah, but the kids love it.
2: And they want them to come back. Or the kids have a ghost problem. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, there's only one
3: people. They find an old phone book.
2: Yeah, a phone book. Kids don't know of a phone. Millennials,
3: if Crap. you ask me. Okay, huh? boomer.
2: Okay, come on now.
3: <laughs> but, um, like, what's going to happen... If this movie comes out and it bombs hard. Because then every bargaining chip that every like aggressive Ghostbusters fan has ever had About 2016. Yeah. Mm. That's just gone. Like if this is a bad movie. But
2: you forget 2016 had women though.
3: And But they said it would have been better with the original cast. They w- they would now have they have the original w- cast.
2: They have the original cast but I think it'll do better. Do
3: you think so? I, I
2: think it will. I think like Let's be honest, right? Ghostbusters 2016 is a below average film, but it's not awful, no, and it's not the best film ever. Like, it was just, there's, uh, I would say, 50 those films to come out a year, that is just, okay. It's grand. R- like, right, cool. Yeah, I'll just never watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, the first, the problem with that was that the first trailer came out, and the first trailer was really bad. Like... For the first for No, for Ghostbusters 2016. I remember the first trailer came out, and it just... Like they chose all of the wrong scenes, and right. like just as a trailer, so, yeah. it just was not a good one. I just remember watching, it like, this is, and I remember watching the movie. Going, the trailer didn't do it justice. Not to say it was good, but the certainly movie made is it would look better worse than the trailer. Yes, okay. which is bad because if you do a two-hour movie, yeah. really you should find two minutes of footage Even that you can a, put into a, a, a trailer. A, half, like, a minute and a half yeah. of just put into a trailer Even to make thirty a movie. seconds. So I think the trailer for this. I think this will do good because in the first trailer you literally
3: just have Bill Murray and you have the Ghostbusters
2: title and then you make more money.
3: Do you think it'll be super pandery though if they're just like here's Bill Murray being wacky.
2: I think as a movie it probably won't be that good Yeah, but I think it'll make a lot of money because the trailers literally can just rely on
3: nostalgia Okay
2: And if you bring back That's the, true
3: Nostalgia is
2: Like nostalgia is A very powerful tool To get people Into the cinema This is not to say That movie will be good No It's just to say That people will go see it
3: People will pay money To see people it People
2: will sit, pay money To see it Even if it's a 5 out 10 Which I'm assuming It'll probably be a 5 or 6 Or 10 Yeah
3: And I'm also like I'm curious as to When in the year This will come out
2: uh, It's coming out July 10th Smack July. bang In the middle of summer
3: July Yeah for a good I would have put it Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween <made> surely, <laughs> surely, you would put it Halloween. <laughs> Unless it's they're doing it July, it'll be in cinemas till like late August, probably. I think they're thinking that it will have that sway that it's
2: a big summer blockbuster. Yeah, people will go see this.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, Jurassic
2: World did well. Jurassic World did do well. Like, and that did have nostalgia, but that also had Chris Pratt.
3: Yeah, who was. The hot ticket item,
2: yeah, he was it, and so like
3: you and have Bryce Dallas Howard, and
2: Bryce Dallas Howard. So you have the two of them leading it, but you build off nostalgia, but you build like a whole. I'm not saying those movies are amazing, no, but
3: you build it for a new generation. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: it's it's that would be the way to do it if you're going to do it. You use the nostalgia to introduce people to new characters. Yes, um, the but with this, I think this is lined up because you have the children there, or not the children, but the younger. Young, young adults Young people <laughs> The young peeps They're there To kind of carry it on If If it um, You get Use Bill Murray To bring people in Then you're like Oh what's Finn Wolfhard's idea What's he Yeah deal?
3: yeah What's he working on What's he working then on you bring that? them back 30 years Yeah He's always up to strange things Oh very good Thanks <laughs> Very good Connor Oh
2: boys I'm tired <laughs>
3: You referenced the thing That that actor was in I see what you did And I like it that's
2: what you shoot in here for. <laughs> that was this whole segment was just for me
3: to say. That. To, leading up to that, that whole this whole podcast has been about I, that.
2: I've done sixty episodes just waiting, yeah. waiting for this one moment. Are you excited about
3: this movie or do you care? I don't really care. I don't like Ghostbusters all that much.
2: Yeah, me and you aren't like Ghostbusters one
3: is really good. I, like it, I I don't hold any attachment to it. I'm sure it's good, but
2: I quite like Ghostbusters One. I probably have a bit more nostalgia for the new. Mm. Uh, Ghostbusters Two, I think, is terrible. So oh, I watched the Ghostbusters TV show when I was a kid. The animated. That that's one. good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> no. like, uh, look, I, we're all about that nostalgia. So yeah. speaking of nostalgia, Sean, oh. let's get on to our second trailer of the week.
3: Ah, of course, huh? Strange Things no. with Finn Wolfheart.
2: <laughs> It's just him talking to the camera. This happened to me yesterday. Fuck it,
3: lads. The pyramids were a bit... <laughs>
2: Isn't that strange?
3: I <laughs> thought he ended every episode.
2: <laughs> um, villain-filled Mulan trailer gets down to business to defeat the, the Huns. Huns. Yes. Very nice. Mulan trailer came out during the week. Sean, we have seen Aladdin. We have seen Lion King. They're all getting remakes. Mulan is the next one lined up. What are your thoughts on this trailer? I think this looks quite good. Yes.
3: It looks like a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And it seems different, a, a, a decent bit from... The Disney's Mulan. I dunno, I seen a few shots that were shot by shot. No. But like the actual like plot of this Okay. Seems to be following the actual Chinese tale yeah, because, of Hua Mulan.
2: Yes, because the first thing I noticed was I have it a big ball writing which question mark. Yeah. So the in the animated movie, I'm sure everyone has seen it, um you have Eddie Murphy playing a dragon. Yeah. That's kind of the oddly mystical
3: element. Mystical
2: element. There's no mystical element in the actual storyline, and you could even say that she's literally just imagining Eddie Murphy being there rather than like. You could, I suppose. I don't think
3: there's any like agency.
2: He is. He has no impact on the plot. Really, like she goes to war and they're fighting with swords. There's nobody there. Like has fireballs or anything in the fight. So in this, the minute I seen the Witch, I went, oh that's a bit different that she has to fight a witch rather yeah. than because in the animated movie that guy was just evil
3: he was just a bad dude he was
2: just a real bad dude and he was like the best fighter and he was just evil whereas
3: now he's got like an accomplice
2: who's just who's like super powerful
3: yeah who I imagine is pulling the strings
2: yeah probably you know? um,
3: what do you think of this mystical element kind of thing I don't mind it like, yeah. it's something different like, my problem with uh, Lion King and Aladdin was that they were telling largely uh, the same story Okay, because yeah, we did shit on Aladdin and Lion King a little bit. Yeah, so I think like uh, you say a little bit.
2: A little bit. Look, I was trying to keep it a, a bit toned down, but it yeah. was quite a lot, yes. Because
3: yeah, we don't really like remakes. No, so, so I think having like... Cash grabs. Cash grabs indeed. <laughs> so I think having a different plot, different uh, story beats even, I think is gonna it's going to give this one a lot of like new viewer value, if you can get me.
2: I don't know how much more viewer value you can add, though, because I think a lot of... It will be still 90% the same. That, yeah. The only thing you could possibly change is the big fight scene at the end. In that, like, We see her on the rooftop and all that stuff. Like, that's very part of that movie. But mm. we don't. what we don't see is there's probably going to be a big fight scene between her and that witch where she has to overcome her in some sort of way. But if you want to get her into a fucking bird... Yeah. I don't know how you fight that. Wow,
3: a big slingshot. Big slingshot. Big slingshot. But I, like... I I do think that we're not getting the the animated Mulan was it was a musical as well. Yes. So I think Very good song. Very good song. Very good songs. But I think to have like it once that's removed now you have dialogue and character moments and even just maybe new things to do, you know? Like I'm, the the training isn't go- it might not just be a 6-minute montage. But
2: that six-minute montage was amazing, it's fucking
3: though. amazing. I think we discussed this before, <laughs> that we wanted to just cut to that, like, hard cut to that at one point.
2: <laughs> yeah, you just have the whole normal live-action movie. Yeah. When she gets to the camp. Yeah. Six-minute animated montage with the same song. Yeah. Just going along, and then he'll just make a man out of them, no, he says it He says going, the he's thing He's going to say it But I just want that Animated cut And then it cuts back To live action And just nobody says
3: Doesn't. No one addresses it Everyone's just trained At the end of the montage So I think like You can do the training now Over a longer arc mm. If you get me How would you defeat
2: A woman who can turn Into a bird I told slingshot. you Big slingshot S- That seems like <laughs> You only really get One shot at that uh,
3: Yeah <laughs> Yeah you got Well unless you bring Two slingshots <laughs> You're not firing at now the slingshot. You're hoping to lift up the slingshot, catch the bird, oh. and it gets flung back into a mountain. <laughs> that would seem almost harder. It
2: would. It would seem you've kind of put yourself out there, or really, without a witch. Yeah, you know, I've never fought a witch you can turn into a bird. I'm not going to doubt you. That that's how you
3: defeat t- them. What do you think about the whole like the bit at the start where he's like, uh, do you know how there's a phoenix at the emperor's left hand? Do you think there's gonna someone's gonna turn into a phoenix in this film? Oh, is if magic is a thing?
2: Yeah, because that implies maybe the witch will turn her into a phoenix. Maybe, because um, I don't. I'm assuming Milan isn't magic herself, so it can't be original. Like, she's like, I just want to be a phoenix. I
3: can see. Her, I can see this happening. That, oh. like something gets set on fire and she walks out. Like a phoenix from the ashes. She's, oh, she's magic proof. Magic proof. I don't know. It's something, you know, the family's ancestral sword gives her powers or something. Yeah, no, you could do
2: something like that. Yeah,
3: I don't really know the the, the legend. Yeah,
2: we don't really know the legend, but at the same time, that makes sense. Like, they wouldn't have put the phoenix light in I think it would be a good callback later on. That's just classic storytelling in a film. If he's like, do you need a
3: phoenix beside the king? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like, and even if it's just that it's a, it's a symbol of growth and rebirth and things like that, that's grant, but uh, maybe have her walking out of a room full of fire. I uh, have mostly the same notes
2: for this. I have cool cinematography, cool fight scenes, uh, cool action scenes looks lovely. I have those three notes—they're three separate notes, but they're all basically the same.
3: It does look lovely. That scene in the town square, mm. where the the soldiers come in and announce that they're taking one man from every family, that is like so much color and just vibrant. So much color,
2: but I actually really like the setting. That it's like um, it's like a square of houses. So yeah, like if. It, Ironically, like it feels you're kind of trapped in there. Like they're coming to take the, her father. Yeah. Like there's buildings on all sides, and there's no way to get out because they have the only entrance, and they've filled it up with army soldiers.
3: Yeah. So you're you're going with them. You're
2: going with them, whether they
3: like you like it or not, and like. Oh, some of the stuff with the father, like, he's holding out the sword and it's too heavy for him. Yes. And he's shaking. Some of that stuff is gorgeous. See, now, that, that is...
2: We've seen that in the animated movie, but seeing it in live action, like, it adds a bit of... Yeah, because right
3: you can see a man's... You can see the worry in that man's face. Yeah, as he re-
2: as he realises, I like, I'm going to die. Yeah. And even the mother says, like, you're he's, not coming back. He's not like, coming back this like, time. Like, like he's like, going to die. Yeah. And, fucking <laughs> hell, do you think this will be, like,
3: way darker I don't think there'll be as much uh, humor for Mushu kind mm, of thing, you no. know. No, but it's also it's also Disney.
2: It is. So I'm assuming it'll be PG. Uh, yeah, but I think
3: that that's all right for this. So nobody's going to get decapitated or like cannibalism or anything like that. No, I think all the swords are effectively going to be like sti- clang, clang,
2: clang. Yeah, then you like chop off a piece of like a a wire and something falls on them, and then you. Uh, you win.
3: Yeah, like yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of the villains encountering their own demise
2: Indiana Jones yeah where he just kind of sits stands there until the villain eventually
3: kills himself oh, sucks into a plane sucks into yeah. a plane
2: <laughs> yeah he just kind of looks <laughs> yeah Indiana Jones gets punched until he wins
3: <laughs> that's it yeah he can just take a beating
2: um, yeah so the Mulan trailer came out I mean I think there was probably going to be a lot of backlash against this if this didn't look good yeah because it's good. I think Mulan is one of those moves where people are like this is really good like the animated movie is amazing. It's
3: very, very good. Just
2: leave it. Yeah. But this looks beautiful. Yeah. And it probably will make a lot of money. And to be honest with you, I think this is probably the most excited I've been about one of these
3: reboot. Remakes. I'm on the yeah. I'm on the same level as you. That's the one I will see.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay. We're gonna move on to our next piece of news, and that is a new Planet of the Apes movie is happening. Sean Oh. Yes, I know you're excited. Calm I mean, yourself. Okay. Please. <laughs> You were, like, the least excited I've ever seen you. Um, so, since Disney acquired Fox earlier in the year for a whopping... How lo- how much? 36 billion or 71 something? 71 billion dollars. Oh, they dollars. doubled it, of course. Yes. Um, the Planet of the Apes franchise was acquired during the, the buyout. Um, and... Um, it has produced nine installments in the past fifty-one years, Sean. Maybe too many. Maybe too many. Following the wrapping of the recent trilogy centering on Andy Serkis' uh, Caesar, it looks like the studio now has another Planet of the Apes movie in the works. Okay, fine. Again. Um, Wade Runner director Wes Ball has been reportedly hired to helm an upcoming Planet of the Apes movie. But wait, is this a sequel to the 2017's War for the Planet of the Apes? Is it or a reboot of the entire property? Shot another reboot uh, this soon, can you? <laughs> See, we don't know because the um, the interesting enough, the writer and director of the last two Planet of the Apes films, Matt Reeves, was a producer on Wes Ball's last movie. Right? Yes. So, you could say Matt Reeves and him have a connection. They're bros. So you could do a sequel, technically, to Matt Reeves' movies. But I don't know how you would do a sequel to the last movie, because
3: spoilers didn't end too well for the humans. No, but you can... So the first Planet of the Apes movie follows... Like, the, the whole set, spin on the new movies was that, oh, you're following the apes in this one. yes. The, the original planet of the apes, you're following humans encountering the world. So you can just go back to that formula. Just go back again to them on the planet of the apes. Yeah. Or, or is oh, it? Uh, oh,
2: wait, this is New York. The, but, <laughs> What's this? Wait, this is our planet.
3: <laughs> you maniacs. <laughs> but you, you, have, you just have the astronauts return to Earth and they, like they crash land and then they find that it's changed dramatically. Yeah. Do you get me?
2: I, no, I get what you're saying. Like, is there... I don't think there's too much story left to tell from the ape's perspective. I don't think so. You did a whole trilogy on it. And they were all really good movies. Yeah. But a trilogy, like, you brought the story up and you ended the
3: story. Yeah, and if you want to tell how they grew a society, you have that as a part. Like, you have an ape tell the human how this happened. Yeah, you, ha- you come in
2: with us. Like, we are the protagonist as the audience. You have a character there who knows nothing.
3: Yeah. Because also at the end of the last one, there's that uh, deaf girl that the apes just, like, took in. Mm. So, like, I guess she'll be buried somewhere after she dies. <laughs> um, you know, like, you, like, that's a story thread left dangling a little bit. Like, yeah, there's, there's one, one... human. But I
2: think... Do you think this is just literally uh, Disney acquiring all the Fox properties and some guy at Disney going... I kind of like those Planet of the Apes movies but we just do
3: another one Yeah I think it's that And then someone Put all the like Box office into a calculator
2: And they said And somebody in a group Was like We'll probably make Another billion dollars If we do Planet of the Apes Yeah I would watch another one of them though I wouldn't be mad at it um, I think they're fine I think Matt Reeves was really good. I, it depends on the director. Maze Runner uh, is actually quite a good
3: movie. Have you seen Maze Runner? No, nor have I read it.
2: Maze Runner is a paradox series of books that I've told you about several times that are batshit insane.
3: Yeah, um, and it's that pitch that meant that I have not seen it or read it yet.
2: <laughs> no, they're all on Netflix. I, I'm telling you, you should watch them. Okay. Just, it's one of those what to, just to watch and just be like, what the fuck is going what on? What is happening? What is happening? The book is even worse, but... Uh, I mean, In a good way, a good way um, of course, yeah. I would say that Wes Ball did a... The Midrower is actually a very, very pretty movie, and it's kind of like a dystopian future, where, like, obviously they're in a maze, the no. first one.
3: Oh! He,
2: he likes to run in said maze. That's, it's all of the title. But yeah. um, he has experience doing dystopian futures where the whole planet is destroyed. That's fair, actually, and yeah. And so he would be able to capture that feeling yeah um he can
3: world build quite well he can
2: world build now that depends on if he works off Matt Reeves's world or he makes his own world i w- as we said we probably would prefer if he didn't uh, continue on with Andy Serkis's uh, caesar's point of view Andy Serkis can be in it but he should be like the villain rather than the person we follow
3: yeah yeah i yeah i think you're right that we've told the apes story
2: yeah like that's it's fairly done like they won they won it's <laughs> their it be, planet like. now
3: <laughs> because we, cause we did the human resistance yeah we've already done that and
2: we we were not good at that oh no. We, we lost we lost hard <laughs> so this is actually near the end of Movie Monday Sean okay we, we'll wrap it up no, thanks no, everyone no, we have, we, have um, we actually have two more pieces of news two more pieces I want my one little piece of news just really quickly I just really wanted to get this before Black Widow right I wanted to bring you up excite you
3: oh fuck I think so, I know what's coming <laughs> Oh, no.
2: No, you don't. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> you don't. So, here we go. Universal's Dark Universe. What? The new movies that have been planned for the franchise, Sean. We're back.
3: No, we're the back in. The Dark
2: Universe is back. So, what did we talk about last week? The Invisible Woman. The Invisible Woman, yeah. Well, that's kind of given us a nibble. And I think the Universal have looked at that and said, you know what?
3: I'm thinking... Do a load of these, I'm lads. thinking
2: we have a fucking logo. <laughs> we fucking stick the open logo Open the vault.
3: <laughs> Get the logo out.
2: Open Microsoft documents. <laughs> and it'll be in one of our files. Yeah. We'll open it up. It'll be fine. So, Universal has now said that they are looking... Oh, sorry, very quickly. What? Huh? The dark
3: universe oh, I shot Just Fuck really okay. quickly Basically Universal owned All the monster movies And all those properties So they decided When everyone was starting These shared universes mm. That they'd Just go right out Of the gate mm. <laughs> And say This is the dark universe just r-
2: The very first movie They created a universe Yeah
3: they, they made a special logo For it and everything yeah. And then the movie Didn't do very well it was Tom Cruise's The Mummy. It?
2: it was Tom Cruise's The Mummy that also included uh, Russell Crowe who just monologued and, and used a lot of exposition for 45 minutes. Yeah. Telling us he was Jekyll and Hyde.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And he had a weird, like gas system
2: thing yeah it didn't make any sense but then uh, Tom Cruise was in it it was all oh it was just lovely and he had to kiss the mummy to win yeah he did he had to sexually assault the mummy to do
3: it look Tom I don't know I don't know what's going on there uh, but it did not do well no but they really they had announced or, or it was heavily. About 17 ruined. movies. There's a load of movies coming. And then it, they just kind of lay dormant for a few years. <laughs> yes. Much like The Mummy.
2: So now we realise that The Invisible Woman is back on. But well, what this has done is now opened up the possibility that we're back on, Sean. We're back on. We're back on with The Dark universe. There's a hint that there's rumours.
3: Right. That they're interested in doing it again. Oh my, God. So, as Charles Dan said at the end of that one, mm-hmm. the game is on. The game is on, and now it is back on, right?
2: <laughs> because we have, the, so far, these are the movies that are lined up. The Invisible Man, which cool. has a trailer and is coming out. Looks pretty good. Yes. So, um, The Invisible Man is all about, as you can guess, a man who is invisible.
3: Didn't see that coming. It's
2: kind of a horror? Yeah, it's like a... a
3: it's like a body horror but reverse because yeah. there's no body
2: it's a sci-fi classic they say cool um, and it's coming out on Feb- February 28th September September 28th it says September 28th February 29th 2020 on a leap year <laughs> no February 28th it's coming out this year
3: next year
2: next year yeah well look yeah basically in a couple of months basically like two months I'll watch that look it's fine but the Invisible Man is coming out and so now they have the Invisible Woman Mm -hmm. they have the Invisible Man they've already Invisible Children they've, they've already had they've already had Tom Cruise yeah sexually assaulting a mommy the walls are tick. already... T-
3: t- t- big old tick right big there. Big
2: old tick in the notebook, that's done. Exposition Russell Crowe weirdo. Tick. Big fucking tick. Well, now we've got the invisible man. Invisible tick. Invisible take you got to add go. to it,
3: yeah. Just
2: erase the <laughs> lines. Just, just erase the rest of it. Um, so you've got the Invisible Man that's already coming out. Now you know we have that. We now also have Dark Army, which is um, another interesting sign. The universe's dark or universe is a change. It is the fact that writer director Paul Feig has been brought into a, into the fold with a project to call his own. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so after delivering comedies, but if you don't know, Paul Feig did Bridesmaids yeah. and Last Christmas, which came out. The other, the other day. The other day. Feig is now on deck to work on a project known only as Dark Army. Right. It's all dark
3: and army. It's the dark universe. Okay, I don't know how much mileage yeah. i get out of that. What are we talking about? Like, oh, is there any details on... For Anything. as much as we don't know about Dark Araby, we oh. do know
2: a couple of crucial pieces of information. Good. Namely, this is a passion project for Paul Feig. Not really a piece of information. Not
3: really, no, more it's, of an opinion.
2: And it's going to not only bring back classic universal monsters, but it'll also introduce us to some new players. So this is their new way of introducing ten different characters at once.
3: Right, oh, okay. Yes. It's like in... They're going Avengers, straight out the gate, and then we're going to track back. It's kind of like Justice League, where they're just... <laughs> Grabbed a load of characters and it's like, there you go, there's your Look, team. Look,
2: there you go now, huh? And also, Paul Feig did Ghostbusters, so he's, he knows about monsters. He does, actually. You know?
3: He ain't afraid of, of no, no Dark Army. Of, of
2: no <laughs> Dark <laughs> Dar- Army. That's in the song. That's true. So, big tick. Big tick. Dark <laughs> Dar- Army's locked in. <laughs> so, moving on to our next thing. You've got James Wan's Frankenstein, right? Okay. So... James Wad has been brought in to do Frankenstein, eh, as according to a Variety report. Now, Frankenstein was also meant to include Angelina Jolie as...
3: as bride of Frankenstein. Bride of
2: Frankenstein. She was going to have her old movie. Um, so, this Dark Universe project is now in the shadows of a quick revision to the initial source of this news. So, like, they brought it out a few years ago, mm-hmm. then they were like, it's over. It's and gone now it. it's back. Now okay, it, now it's back, back. In. However, right seeing as The Visible Man is coming out they've now decided that maybe James was Frankenstein can be back on the table who loves who doesn't love Frankenstein everyone loves Frankenstein yeah. he's a classic monster classic actually Frankenstein was the doctor not Frankenstein the monster hey, come Manny, on now Manny Sean
3: the doctor was the real monster
2: oh very good we were just talking about that. he's the real scumbag yeah, he's the real <laughs> James Wan coming into the rectum. what do you think about that that's pretty good would you watch a Frankenstein movie in 2020 or 2021
3: if it comes out in October
2: yeah really even then I might not go
3: see it I know but I'm not watching it in the drippings of summer (laughs) no roasted yeah sweltering in the cinema like I would watch I I like I used to be real into Frankenstein really yeah just like as a you know people say what's your favourite monster right I said Frankenstein because of the Issues brought up In the novel Yes Of course What are the issues Oh life Life And Maybe there's a monster Inside all of us Oh science Gone too far If you
2: sew A person's body part Onto another person That person Will
3: be sad That's true But one person Will have four arms
2: Four arms But the other person
3: No arms No arms How did that work Oh Lucky Six legs (laughs)
2: He's real fast, but, like, you can't pick things up. No,
3: no balance at all. <laughs> no
2: balance. Um, so you've got Frankenstein coming out. You've got J's One locked in. Yeah. You've got the Invisible
3: Woman. Yeah. You've got the Invisible Man. You've got Dark Army. But not only that, Chaud- Sorry, sorry. Big tick for Frankenstein, but two different coloured markers.
2: Oh, good, good. Um, and we're finishing off our Dark Universe yeah. with Renfield. Renfield?
3: I have no fucking clue what you're so, talking about.
2: You know Dracula Untold? I know a Dracula. The game is on, Dracula Untold, that yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. Well, Dracula has a right-hand minion called Renfield, Renfeld. Renfl- it's Field. Is that Renfeld? I'm taking a Blofeld.
3: <laughs> His name is Blofeld, is it?
2: Have we been wrong this whole time? And look, I don't know. But director Dexter Fletcher, known for having a hit with this year's Rocket Man,
3: oh. is
2: attached to direct the film Renfield.
3: Okay, so it's just Dracula's minion. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And apparently the Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman pitched this film as focusing on Renfield as he starts to realise, just maybe, his master doesn't care an awful lot about
3: him. Right? Okay, I like Robert Kirkman. Yes. Also, isn't that the plot of Igor? Igor? Yes, the animated movie. Okay, fair.
2: Uh, just look. We just want to get that out
3: there. Let's get out there. The Dark
2: Universe have a logo, so they are cooler and can plagiarise. Got about the
3: logo. Yeah, Did you forget
2: the cool logo.
3: <laughs> okay, I'll I'll roll with that. So I
2: know what you're thinking, Sean. There's so much excitement about the Dark Universe. All of these amazing characters we're about to see: Invisible Woman, Invisible Man. Dark Army. Dark Army, which we know nothing about. Frankenstein, which is a bit weird. and Dracula's Helper, lad. Dracula's Friend. <laughs> Question mark? Take that off. <laughs> How excited are you for this Dark Universe renaissance? The resurgence of the biggest franchise in Hollywood.
3: I don't think we'll see some of these.
2: I don't think we'll see any of these other than the Invisible Man. get oh, Invisible Woman? Oh yeah, because Elizabeth Banks is attached, yeah. yeah.
3: But I think that, like... I think the others are just a bit maybe out there for uh, to to announce right away. Like who's getting excited about Dark Army? Yeah, who's getting excited about Renfield? I
2: love Renfield, a man who I've only just heard of four minutes ago when yeah. I read his name and his description. Like, is Charles Dance going to be in it? Look, if Charles Dance is in every single, m- he has to be worked to the fucking bone for this franchise.
3: You could have Charles Dance like. Just telling me this story, the story of the movie, I would prefer that <laughs>
2: with his sultry tones. Yeah, you'd listen to that absolutely. Yeah, I would. that
3: would be great. And they
2: did talk about Renfield, you'd be you'd be livid
3: or I'd not lo- livid, you'd be riveted. I'd love if he also wasn't able to pronounce it. And it's like, Ren- Re-
2: Renfield, Renfield? Renfeld? Ren-, Ren? Ren?
3: Ren. Kylo Ren. Ren. Kylo Ren. I'm in Star Wars <laughs> now. Star
2: Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dark Universe is back, Sean. We thought we were out. They've dragged us back in. So, How
3: excited are you for this? Oh, maybe
2: not very. Yeah, that seems like a different amount not to, to be, me. Not to be, Are you very excited Oh, that? I cannot sleep with the excitement of taking about Renfield, Renfeld. You're lying. <laughs> um, like... Look, all the goodwill in the world to him. Mm. Hope they do well. Surely there has to be more famous monsters than Renfield.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) even Dracula. I know you did it, but just do Dracula
3: (laughs) 2. Yeah, or just like Nosferatu.
2: Okay, or or um, or Frankenstein's wife, or a werewolf.
3: A were- I would love a f- I would fucking love A good werewolf movie A good
2: werewolf movie Yeah St. Are- Green plays them Like Buffy Back I- again Oh
3: very good mm. Are zombie movies Gone now? I think zombie movies Are a little overplayed mm. Dark Army might have A bit of those elements I hope so Because I don't
2: Paul Feig He's not been doing well So far What's his track record like? He's got uh, Bridesmaids He did Bridesmaids That was amazing He started off too high I think
3: And then last Christmas La-
2: I seen last Christmas And he got oh, First hour and a half not great.
3: Yeah? How if long's you're the into, movie?
2: Uh, about an hour in 45. Oh
3: no. <laughs> oh
2: jeez. pretty strong.
3: <laughs> Credits.
2: Like, they're singing about Christmas. It's lovely. It gets you in the mood.
3: It's... Right, okay. So we'll, we'll apply that to a Dark Monster I will tell you the plot movie. of
2: last Christmas after we stop recording. Okay. It is amazing. Okay, <laughs>
3: perfect.
2: Um, we're finishing off this week with the teaser trailer for Black Widow. The big news, other than the Dark Universe, which was obviously the biggest news. It
3: really should have been our big story. really should we, have
2: been the big story. But, but Black Widow trailer came out last Tuesday, Sean. What are your thoughts? Get those notes. He's flicking those notes, notes out. Right, here we go. Where do you want to start with this? Um, I
3: suppose... Where this sits in Marvel.
2: Oh I didn't ask you Mulan. On the scale of 1 to 10 at the notch. How oh. excited
3: are you about Mulan? Probably like an 8. An
2: 8 that's pretty high. It's
3: pretty high. That's good fair You're enough.
2: Nearly as high as you can be. Nearly as high as you can be. So Black Widow.
3: Yeah so this takes place after Civil War. Yes. In the Marvel timeline. Mm-hmm. So she's still there. She's See yeah it would be weird if she wasn't. I'm going to
2: say it right now. Yeah? Spoilers for Avengers Endgame.
3: And everything.
2: And basically everything. Like, how have you not seen Avengers... And listening... Nobody's listening to this who hasn't seen Endgame. No, not at
3: all. <laughs> so, yeah, Sex Plays, after Civil War, she's, uh... Because otherwise she'd be dead. Yeah. Um, she's... Seems to be looking for something or someone while on the run from, uh... The, the government? Yes, because
2: she's one of the criminals after Civil War. Yeah. She
3: betrayed Tony Stark. Yeah. Much like, as we learned in Hero Zero on Friday, mm. she defected from a place.
2: She defected, uh, but she defected again, back to, still to the good guys, but just a different version of the good guys.
3: Yeah, exactly. She's on her mm. own with Steve Rogers and Falcon. Yeah. So, um, th- this trailer starts with you see a lot of footage of Endgame and other movies she was in. You see her narration mm. saying, like, I, I had this... I found a family I had Yeah they use life. the
2: end game Things Technically She hasn't actually said yet Yeah For this movie
3: Which is So that's her talking In the future about now Yes it's a very like oh, I remember everything That happened to her In end game mm. This is what happened before Yeah okay then. fair enough So this isn't like a, An origin movie Like we're not gonna go over Her family were killed And all this You don't think We'll even have that at all I think we'll get some of it But it's not gonna be The whole movie Okay this movie is very much like it's a after the she's left, she's defected, she's on the Avengers side, and now she's going back.
2: Yeah, and but I think they'll they'll do that through exposition, where when she meets up with her sister or her supposed sister, yeah, she'll they'll have scenes where like, do you remember back when you were doing this and doing this? So like, they won't specifically show you, but it will be stated that, uh, oh yeah, she was evil. Yeah. She was on the bad guys' side a lot. She did all this stuff. Did a whole
3: bunch of bad stuff. She did a
2: whole stuff on her ledger. She still got red, red on her ledger. ledger? Yes.
3: I hope she has an actual ledger. Maybe that she nice. does.
2: And it's just covered in red paint. Yeah, just
3: keep <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. The, um, the Marvel logo at the start changes into the Black Widow logo from the comics. True. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Uh, I will say
2: that this trailer gave me Mission Impossible. Yeah. Slash... Winter Soldier vibes. Slash
3: Jason Bourne.
2: Slash Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's kind of a mixture between the three of them. Yeah, which, like, they're good, which is good. They're yes. good spy movies like, to pick from. If you're going to pick spy movies, pick... Oh. If you're going to pick spy movies, pick Mission Impossible, which are quite good. Yeah. Jason Bourne, which are really good. Very, very And Winter good. Soldier, which is one of the best MCU movies as a spy movie, thriller.
3: Yeah. So to have all those together in one. Yeah. Don't pick Johnny gobble. English. Pick those three. Nah, be Johnny English. <laughs> be a Johnny English. Um, so this is, like, compared to Endgame, I think it's like, uh, what was it, seven years or eight years or something in the difference? Oh, yeah, because Avengers Ingham has a five year time job. So
2: there's two years. Yeah, it would be two years after. No, was it Infinity War or 2017 or 2018.
3: 2018. 2018, so yeah, okay, so
2: it would be a two year job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So seven years.
3: Yeah, but we see a, what looks like a much younger uh, General Ross in this. Okay. So I think there will be some even further back storytelling yeah
2: I, I think th- I'm see I'm b- pretty sure they'll show her first shining shield really I think they'll even I'm telling you there'll be a flashback of her shining shield and General
3: Ross bringing her in do you think so I think so that's a bit be- okay I'd like that I wouldn't mind that mm. at all I just I hadn't considered that at all I, I think if you have a
2: young General Ross the scene you put him in is him introducing her to Shield? I mean, like this is you're our new bigs agent. Yeah, you you uh, we know how dangerous you are. We know how powerful you are, and we love having you on our side, kind of thing. Because he's all about power and having the full control.
3: Yeah, and having like all the weapons in his pocket. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I wouldn't mind that. Okay, that's nice. Um, so I suppose like a lot of this move, this trailer is centered around. What they're calling her family? Yeah, it's her
2: family. So it's uh, the Russian Captain America. What's name? Uh Red. What's it? Oh, my God. Uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Uh, played by David Harbour. David Harbour. Uh,
3: you have Rachel Voice Rachel Weisz. She has said in interviews, uh, it's another Black Widow. She's just a... Yeah, she's a different Black Widow. I'll get back to that. And her sister. Yeah, yeah. Yelena Belova. And she's also a Black Widow. She's also a Black Widow. And in the comics is like her antagonist a lot of the time okay Uh, we talked about it a bit in Hero Zero but um, that's a cool scene when they meet and and the the, the fight scene is the exact same they have the exact same moves the exact same moves they swap guns yeah but they've all had
2: swapping the same movement yeah so you're just like immediately you're like oh they're on level playing ground like this is the only fight where Natasha's fight can, for her fight talents can't be used because the other girl knows every single move
3: yeah but I think oh there'll be another fight in this movie where her talents can necessarily because be she used. has
2: been part of S.H.I.E.L.D. for so long her moves have slightly changed but you're thinking of the villain the villain of the piece
3: Taskmaster,
2: Taskmaster which we get one
3: slight glint one decent look at
2: because he's fighting um, uh, the red What's his name again? Red Guardian. Red Guardian. And I think Red Guardian's going
3: to die there. I think, yeah, I think that could happen. Yeah. Um, now, Taskmaster is wearing a skull mask. Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. Uh, ta- anyone doesn't know Taskmaster, what's his deal, Sean? Taskmaster, another Hero's hero or mm-hmm. zero we did. Uh, Taskmaster can perfectly mimic. He has, uh, what is it, photographic uh, memory, but for th- everything he can see. Photographic learning. I think is what it is. So, basically, the longer the fight goes, he knows your moves. Yeah, and then he'll start pre-empting them, and then he wins.
2: Yeah, so... Um, do you know a scene in Civil War where Tony Stark uses his suit to mimic Captain America's moves? Yeah. So, he gets punched a lot, and then he just learns his moves and then starts winning? Yeah. He does that, but he doesn't have any suit. His brain just works like that.
3: Yeah, his brain can just keep up. Or, should I say, their brain. Oh! Because there's rumours going around online that Rachel Weiss's character... The other Black Widow might be Taskmaster. Oh, that's good. That is good, isn't it? I did
2: not know that. Yeah. Oh, that would be very
3: good. Which, when you think about it, if there was someone who could learn any fighting style, KGB would have them.
2: Yeah, and they'd have them on payroll and send them out for jobs. Yeah. Well, any spy organisation would... That's, yeah, it's just would, whoever
3: gets them first. Though,
2: yeah, or forget, him or her first. Yes. Rachel. <laughs> do, I think that would be cool. And I think she'd be a really good villain. I'd can, love to see her do I'm imagining villain. her monologuing at the end, after the reveal. Yeah. And I think that looks really good, yeah. Like her going, you idiot Natasha.
3: I think so. And I'd love to see something that uh, Black Widow learned, you know, leading up to Civil War. mm ...to that be, like, the turning point of the fight. Like, if Taskmaster has a shield in this... ...I can totally see her throwing a shield... ...because she watched Cap do it.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I, I think... See, we've always talked about, like... ...Taskmaster is the most powerful villain. Yeah. Really. So, like, how the fuck do you defeat someone... ...that can just learn your moves in a minute? Yeah, you're on a timer as you're fighting him. You have to defeat them in a minute... ...and if you don't win that fight in the first time... ...the next time you fight... He will know those moves immediately.
3: Yeah, you're even worse off.
2: You you're, you start at like three points behind. Yeah, and, and you th- start at six points
3: behind. You start at ten points behind. And his like his he he has a limit on how much he can remember. Mm. So if you're within that window of where he still remembers you, he will he can think. Like if he's in a public space, he can think where you will attack him from. Yeah. You know, like he's you can't so sneak fucked. up on like, it. I he, love Tasman. He's
2: so overpowered that this is why him being chosen as the villain of this is fascinating. That's why I think David Harbour is definitely dying in yeah. that scene. Like he's their big muscle and he'll, like, I'll stop him. And then he runs in and just immediately gets fucked. And he'll yeah. start winning the fight for the first 10 seconds. And they're like, oh, this guy, he's old school. He's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, no,
3: oh, he's decapitated. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of caught punches, yes. I think, in this. Yeah. Um, like, uh, do, sorry, do you know that scene in The Matrix? Where Neo learns to see the Matrix. Yes. And he's... Agent Smith's wailing on him. And he's just slowly blocking everything. Yes. That's how Taskmaster is. Fucking hell. So, like...
2: Okay. What I wanted to talk about this is the music choice. Which I felt the music was actually really good. What was the mu- I didn't really... The music know. wasn't actually anything that spectacular. Yeah. It was like... It was like weird uh, Eastern European techno... Okay. Like, you... <laughs> yeah, I <getcha. laughs> And uh, But like, it was... It, but I was listening to it going, this is very good... For what because I, the the best way I can describe it is if you you always know when music is terrible in a trailer, it stands out way more. Yeah. But in this, you didn't I even did, notice, I didn't notice. Which enough. I would say is a compliment because the tra- the, the music complements what's happening on it the show. Well. Yeah. And it, I, it's not even really like proper music, but I was just like, yeah, the, it's it's pretty good soundtrack to play yeah.
3: this uh, to trailer too. I need to give that another listen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that kind of stuff. Um.
2: So yeah, I was just thinking the music was pretty good for what they were trying to achieve. What I what I will say about this trailer is other than the white suit which looks pretty cool looks amazing looks avengers endgame style white
3: suit it does much um, better in the snow i would say
2: yeah no they're yeah, perfect <laughs> yeah, like i like that like she's going to the snow so she wears a white snu- suit yeah. instead of a b- black suit like that's just classic spy stuff of course she would yeah, of like, course she would but sometimes they don't do that in movies you're just like well why are you wearing your full black suit yeah what's, you're, what's the point of that <laughs> like you're not blending in and what i will say is i thought this trailer was really good For the sole reason that I had no interest in this movie. Yeah. It definitely should have come out five years ago. Yeah. So it has so many things working against it. Not personally for me. But like, this movie should have come out after Age of Ultron. We've all said.
3: Um, Definitely before Endgame. Because like... If this had come out before Endgame, that like, that moment would have
2: counted so much more it really would have yeah rather than after the fact so and but the best thing i can say is that this got me interested in this movie
3: like which that's a that's high praise It's high praise
2: because like um i think this trailer is as good as you can possibly do for a first trailer about, about a black widow movie yeah like and it's- so like i because i wasn't expecting anything and i walked in i was like oh that looks actually pretty good that for a movie that should have come out five years ago and actually I have no interest in but
3: yeah yeah cool and yeah it 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 does build the excitement and it's it, we haven't seen this before like we haven't seen a Marvel version of this kind of spy movie no like I know Winter Soldier was a spy movie but it was also action and setup and things like that mm. we know where her story is going that's the problem yeah the stakes are slightly
2: lowered because
3: we know uh, but unless they do something weird like she's been cloned multiple times in the comics oh she's cloned if she's cloned that's a whole other oh, thing holy shit yeah
2: uh, Tazmaster takes her place and becomes Scarlett Johansson
3: the, uh, I mean uh, her and Yelena Belova they switched faces at one point
2: that would be very Mission Impossible there yeah, you go full was, Mission Impossible about the whole thing that would actually um, yeah but,
3: I uh, speaking of just like five years ago, this would have been perfect. This, there, it's been confirmed. I think that Tony Stark is back in this.
2: Yeah, this is this is he. I read that somewhere that Robert Owen Jr. came back for yeah. this.
3: Might only be a passing.
2: I would I would assume he's not like a character in this, but like just either on the TV or he's talking to her mm. about something or something like that.
3: But if 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 this. If this is the last time we see Tony Stark now Mm -hmm. in the MCU, it kind of makes Endgame a little bit...
2: Less special.
3: Yeah, I think so. And I think he probably will come back at some point.
2: They're definitely going to bring him back. When he gets to like 65 and these movies stop making $3 billion
3: every single time,
2: they're going to go to Robert E. Jr.'s and they're just like, we will give you $70 billion just get into this movie. Yeah. guy <laughs> like, right. you
3: will finally be back into it again. We'll be
2: back into it again. But yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer. I was excited about it. Which is a good take. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out May 1st, 2020. Can't wait. So, uh, I'm, re- I'm actually I'm very excited for this. I think it looks pretty good. Um, And unfortunately, we know how a story ends. But let's see how we get there the journey's going to be pretty fun that's it part of the journey is the end Connor. oh what's that from what famous movie is that from Sean Avengers Endgame oh my god because <laughs> he dies <laughs>
3: uh, do you want to take us out Sean yeah thanks everyone very much for listening to this extra long episode of Movie Mondays this week uh, as we said at the top of the show please do send in your questions for our Q&A all of our socials are in the description um, thank you again to all of our Patreon supporters support us over at patreon.com slash cheers for higher podcast they help make this show just a little bit easier to make but if you can't support us over there the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist in the world just the one just the one and other than that we'll be back on Wednesday with weird news Wednesday Friday with Hero Zero on next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays mm. very good thanks buddy good stuff uh, yes yeah, so I've been Conor Lawler I've been Charmaine. I'll see you next week guys bye bye, bye.